The bar next door is the one I live. And now looking, I am so hungover. I can't even do this fun bit that I had planned about trying to sing this song from Ally McBeal. Are those the lyrics? No. Oh. That is the worst song I've ever heard in my life. And if my brain ever caught on to the lyrics, I think I'd have to go to a hospital and get men in blacked so that I don't ever think of it again. It is so grating. It is so upsetting. It is not melodic at all. Notes are flying out of every which way. Orifice? There's no there's no fucking pattern. There's no there's no music to it. It's just the bird next door is the one I live and he's the one I live. <laughs> Like it's well, my so brain is so pea-sized that I actually don't think I heard any of the music because I, I was so fixated on the visuals of the intro. Well, and that actually checks out. And you know what else checks out? Me, mentally right now, because I am coming at you hot, hungover, Maddie Foley. Actually, I'm very hot right now. My pores are wide as, a, as the ocean, as the open sea. My body is hotter than Satan's... Um, Satan's man cave, and I, and I think I'm crying right now. And why do you dr- why do you do this to yourself, Maddie? Why do you drink? Well, it doesn't, you know. Just stop it. And I'm sitting here with my beautiful blonde hair, bushy eyed, bushy tailed, <laughs> bushy eyed. <laughs> her eyes are fucking. Her eyelashes are bushy as shit right now. Her tail is bushy as shit. She looks happy. She looks healthy. She's glowing. And what's her little name? Liv Collect. And Liv Collect and Maddie Foley are here going to talk about a little show called Ally McBeal from 1997 to 2002. That's what we're going to be talking about today. But as you all know, first off, we got to do some age keeping, housekeeping, and then we'll dive in. But straight up, I understand if you're one of those people that's like, get to the p- good part. So if you are one of those people, uh, skip ahead you like leave, 30 minutes. I don't know if there is a good part in these anymore, to be honest. No, I'm kidding. Skip ahead 30 minutes, honeys. Um... So that's, that's where I'm at. I'm coming in. I'm, I'm, I don't know if we're going to land the plane today because I'm coming in with energy of, of, um, what's that politician who just stared and basically had a stroke on TV? Don't Uh, put me in the position of needing (laughs) to know politics. God, he's so, I fuck, I forget his name, but that's, he just goes like that. If it's Canadian, don't know. No, it ain't. Um, well, I have a fatal illness. Okay. Well, I have a fatal illness. Well, I'm in, my life is in danger. My life's in peril. Well, let's, let's just start it. with ailment corner. Ailment corner. All right. So it is uh, August 7th, 2023. We're recording for the books. We are starting off with ailment corner. Let's hear it, Liv. I am currently suffering from mm-hmm. a really rare but very fatal um, <laughs> stage four. Mm-hmm disease actually stage five um it's past it disease called Mm -hmm. um i can't stop watching um party of five okay and um so i'm on the fifth of six seasons and um i literally can't stop it's debilitating it's honestly i think fatal like i do think yeah i'm dwindling do you what's happening? Do you I like it? love Is, it. Okay. I literally say to my mom, 
I have to get off the phone right now because Charlie just got diagnosed with Hodgkin's and we're all oh, really worried Christ. about him. Um, okay, well, that's a huge spoiler alert for any people that were planning <laughs> on watching Party of Five. The other thing I'm thinking is um, that is a show we watched on this podcast and I haven't thought about it since. I haven't had one single thought and wondered what that family's up to. Um, oh, are they I, still it comes orphans? to mind in every situation. We're watching this Allie McBeal. I'm seeing how these exes act. I'm saying yes, not Charlie, like not Charlie and Kirsten. Wow, not Bailey and Sarah. Now, did Bailey and Kirsten ever get not together? Not Julia and Griffin. Oh my God, <laughs> you're really sick in the head. Why do you like it so much? I guess it's your shameless. I guess I'm you are shameless, so, but I'm also so it, deeply <laughs> ill with this disease. <laughs> Is it playing in the background, or are you sitting watching intently? Like pause the episode. I have to pee. I am watching intently. That's sick. I, I can still do things, but if I'm missing anything that feels significant, I will go back. That is sickness, and I I've will n- turn it off if I'm starting to fall asleep, and I'll That's just put crazy. on the office. That's crazy. Um, well, I fucking have watched the show that you, the other show you've watched that you're not quite ill about, but do love, which is called Hijack. Hello, Jack. How you doing? So I watched Hijack, but I was home alone. Three, the one with the boy with the brown bangs. I was home alone, and I took a Benadryl, and I woke up, and it was episode four, and I saw a lot of damn fucking spoilers for myself. Oh. So that's how, I, like, I fell asleep halfway through up one. I wake up at four. I'm going, okay, I guess that person does I, that. Ugh, I absolutely hate when that happens. It, when I drugged myself into oblivion and then spoil a show. It's so shit. And then I still have to go back, rewatch, knowing so-and-so is about to do this this passenger is about you know about to do this this passenger's gone this passenger's still here um so i really fucked myself with that so what what's the plan will you go back i finished or will you just i watched accept? the whole thing oh, okay watch the whole thing finished it well um, watch the whole thing it's like that the ending that most recent episode i'm like is that actually the ending that Wait. can't be the ending. Let's just say they didn't land the plane. Let's just <laughs> say the writers of that show did not land the plane. I'm convinced there might be another episode added this week. What's it going to be about? Well, Him just walking around? Yeah, there was no cliffhanger whatsoever, but that can't be it. I think that was it. Sean got really mad, too. He said, that can't be it. That can't be it. Um, and I said, I think it can be, and I think it's just, it wasn't a good ending, and it was just bad. I don't know. I think, I think, unfortunately, it can be it. I mean, um, I, I took I really issues d- with it throughout, but I still yes. was, like, very entertained. It was it's a good watch. Yeah. I learned a lot of stuff that I think the next time I'm on a plane, I'm going to be thinking about, dreaming about, okay, there prepping were like about. Interesting tips and tricks that I was getting. That's what I'm saying. From that. Sean Sean at one point went I would just take a phone book and put it in my in my jacket and rush the guys with the guns and I was like that's so interesting my love like he thought what phone book at home what phone book would you take from a plane he's like they've got to have you know they have those little books in the seats and I was like okay so you're talking about the two-page pamphlet you (laughs) have like that a a yellow pages in every (laughs) single seat pocket (laughs) 
<laughs> you would take the two-page pamphlet. I'm not sure where you're saying phone book, where you're getting the phone book from. Um, so I was learning tips and tricks. I was learning little things about, you know, okay, it um, just the games had that you have. That I was, I was he, impressed by. It's really hard to talk about it without spoiling it because know, it is so a brand I new show. I sort of but feel like we can't. I know, even. we can't. But all I can say is... This guy knew his way around a plane, and that plane, by the end of it, that was, like, his second fucking home, and it was kind of crazy because it then turned out he didn't actually have anything to do with planes, and I thought he was a plane guy, but that, alas, that's, that's called television, hun. Um, I do need to tell a quick fast food corner called, last night I did drink a little bit too much, I came to my parents' home. And I did eat a bite of pizza and go, hmm, I don't know about that. And I, uh, I saw my brother and my brother goes, oh, fuck, are you eating the, that pizza? And I went, yeah, didn't we just order pizza yesterday? Isn't that what it's from? And he went, oh, that's from a, like a month ago. I don't know why that's still in the fridge. And I flipped it over and it was green <laughs> and fuzzy oh, too. Oh, but... I did take a bite and I spit it out, but there, it was still in there. Some of it went down the tube for sure. Um, so maybe I am actually not even hungover, but uh, but fungal, fungally infected with this fucking rotten jaw. Um, and the other thing I'm about so it. I'm so glad you're telling me that after I've already finished the last slide of, oh, slice of God. my fast food corner, which is last, the last night I us. ordered Pizza Hut. I really went. Oh, I love Pizza Hut. I really went the last of us on on all your asses last night and ate a fucking full-on fungal infected Zaw. And wait, what was the end? Oh, and much like in um, Super Size Me, um, Honey, I Super Sized the Kids, that that one documentary, where they show the McDonald's French French fry and it's completely preserved. This pizza on the top, was like that french fry like it was preserved like museum and it's from and it's from pizza pizza and i'll tell you that right now i'll tell you that easily i'll slander them this pizza pizza was perf preserved and it was in the back of the fridge smushed and clearly it was quite obvious that it was should have been thrown out but it was preserved properly with like looked normal on top so watch out person you're slandering in that story is your own family that <laughs> for not throwing out rotted pizza no that they still order pizza pizza um yeah that it doesn't make just, a lick of sense no and they put it in a top and they put it in a top or, or a ziploc bag uh, as if as if to go we're gonna want this later not to put your family on blast but do it these nail par- them these parents are te- these parents are doctors call these parents are doctors why are we ordering pizza pizza call cps honestly for me a 31 year old <laughs> i mean the state of the fridge actually does sound like it needs some your your home needs a home you inspection. know what they they aren't big syrup people and it was hiding behind the syrup so i i get it <laughs> i've been there myself um oh sorry that's just my voice <laughs> oh, changing no. i do think fungus is growing up the throat um also finally we got some really funny messages this week about sky dancers which again i thought they were called fly away fairies okay i completely mandela myself into that no 
That's not the name I'm familiar with either. I actually. looked it up. Flyaway Fairy is nothing, and I was well, so I've never heard of gaslit. that either, but I'm convinced there was but another. there is another called Flutterby Fairies, mm-hmm. and so that's what I thought they were. And the fungus is actually now climbing into my tongue. I can really feel them growing in there. The little mushroom from The, the Last of Us, from the, the rotted pizza that I did uh, eat willfully last night. Well, um, allow me to take over because I saw Sky a Dancers, ad though. for for Doodle Bear this morning. That was so Doodle cute Bear. and had such a fun little jingle that I was like, Doodle Bear, it's the Doodle Bear. You doodle on his pants and when it's full oh, fuck, up, that's you creepy. can throw it in. When it's the, full up? <laughs> when the Doodle Bear's full, you can put him in the washing machine and doodle again. And He's this is what the song should Bear. say. This is what the song should say. When it, when he's all colored up, you can put him in the washing machine. But good luck, because it actually doesn't come out. <laughs> That's what it should have said. Um, yeah, my doodle bear was wrecked because I used perm marker on him. I fucked up, doodle bear. You're supposed to use the doodle bear. The doodle bear marker. Did you know doodle bear is Dublin's nickname? That's my dog. Uh, oh, anyways. we use doodle bear, too. <gasps> actually, my mom sometimes calls me doodle bear. <gasps> Doodle bear. <laughs> yeah, I Dude, just, uh, my actually, mom, my mom, my mom sometimes, sometimes calls me, calls me doodle, doodle bear. <laughs> D-O-O-T-L-E bear. Doodle bear. Um, so anyways, that was all. We got really funny messages about that. And I brought back a really funny memory of Sky Dancers. Someone said, um, <clears throat> I actually need to pull this up because I actually laughed so hard. Uh, Rachel <laughs> sent a message and said, oh, my God, my little sister flew her sky dancer over a fence in Florida when we were at the pool and got her head stuck in between the bars <laughs> trying to go get it. <laughs> and I don't remember how we got her unstuck. And then I remember this memory of my, my me and my sister playing with them and we would rip the cords so hard, obviously, to see how high it would go. And it got it flew up so gracefully and got stuck in a tree. And my sister screamed so fucking loud, like as if she was being attacked. And one of our neighbors came over and was like, I heard screaming. Is everything okay?" And it was literally because my sister got her fucking sky dancer. She treed it. Well, mine went Uh, on the roof. Okay, these little guys. These guys um, were flying flying free in the 2000s. They're going everywhere. They were the, everyone has a story of a sky dancer going too high, flying too close to the sun and then I just meeting its ultimate demise. I loved that toy. That was one the of my sa- favorites. The most satisfying was rip cording it so perfectly and hard and feeling the wind of the flutterby fairy <laughs> as it fucking went up in the air. Yeah, and then they were exhilarating. The best thing was um, once the neighborhood boys got a hold of these guys, they obviously weaponized them, made it made the beautiful, peaceful flutterby fairy a, violent, a fucking violent weapon. And then we would Neanderthals have fl- used to do that with theirs too, right? A, like you know, not to be gender normative, but a, a woman takes a flutterby fairy and she plays with it and watches God's grace as it flies around in the air. A man sees a flutterby fairy well, as he, a woman a weapon. Points, points it to the sky. A woman points a it to the sky. A man points it to fellow man. Thank you. And so we would then, and then much like when Neanderthals, when they developed tools and then introduced it, much like the boys introduced violence to our flutterby fairy gang, 
uh, we did shoot them at each other, and those things would fucking get you. I had, like, three cut marks, like, Wolverine <laughs> marks from a Flutter by Fairy on my arm, because the problem with it is a helicopter, so it comes around a few times, and it really rips into your skin. Um, all that to say, are we going to make a Flutter by Fairy movie, just like the Barbie movie? Oh, you want to try where to they be become the next weapons? Gerwigs? Where they okay, and they become weapons of mass. mass Who would we have be our Margot Robbie? Me. No, actually, let's do a Doodle Bear movie. Oh, okay, okay, and it's a play on. Okay, and it's a play on graffiti and a, a like, um, like. Uh, inner city life and how graffiti is a way of expressing yourself and the doodle bear comes and like helps a young boy who's like struggling with like school and i think there's something there i think with flutter by fairy they are sort of um enlisted by the military like the military is trying to buy them and then they come to life and then they realize they don't want to be bought they want to be peaceful and fly to the sky uh anyways this is retirement corner where oh, i, I just a- sort of ramble on uh, I have a, what, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Um, I have a housekeeping that just came up. Uh, while mm-hmm. I quickly had to utilize the facilities right before we were about to record, I was uh-huh. on Instagram and I saw um, a listener named Autumn post an Instagram story that made me laugh so hard and made me feel so validated. Um, because it was addressing something I have yet to hear a single human being discuss out in the mm-hmm. wild regarding a certain jacket that a certain Aiden was wearing oh, no. when, when he reared his little head <laughs> oh, in no. and just like that. No. And this ding dong, the first time we feast our eyes upon him. I nearly fell over at the sight of this man in this freaking coat. It oh, made me piss my, God. my absolute pants. You have to see I'm it looking at it right in now. the episode. It's like I'm gonna give I'm gonna give everyone thing. five seconds right now to grab their phone <laughs> and look up Aiden's jacket with belt. It's posted by comments by celebs. Oh my god! Um, okay, Katie Curry is, is the brave investigative journalist who first uh, addressed this online, saying, "What about his coat? It looks like though? it looks like a Nazi uniform, all black. It is so. Honestly, you have to actually watch." the episode to fully appreciate Christ. like the, the sensation one felt when they saw him and like especially for someone like me who already was not really looking forward to this <sighs> Aiden being reintroduced like I've never been an Aiden head I've been team I, big I, from day one I do think Autumn or somebody on Instagram was like oh Aiden's about to die for sure like they think oh, that Aiden's nah, gonna come I in disagree. and die. Unfortunately, I do disagree. I don't. You think, think he's that's... Endgame? Ugh, unfortunately, I do. Marvel's Avengers that Endgame. That might be the case. Um, but yeah, if you have some time today, I would implore you to go Christ, into the episode. That is a bad jacket. <laughs> it's really. It, there's not. There's no words. It's a visual gag completely. Yeah, it's um, okay, well, let's dive into Ally McBeal. I have a little bit of info about it because it is kind of one of those, like, oh, I remember, like, Okay, I yeah. saw a synopsis that needs to be um, read. 
Oh, please bring it up. Bring it up. So Ally McBeal's an American legal comedy drama. That's uh, debatable. TV series originally aired on Fox from 1997 to 2002. This was a show that I'd never watched at the time, but I remember a lot of adults would say, you look like Ally McBeal. Uh, I had two teachers at my school say that. And this is the one look-alike thing where I was like, you're on crack. Female or male teachers? Females who watched the show. Okay. And then I looked back and this is absolute no shade to Callista Flockhart, but I had a massive head, and I do think <laughs> she also has a bit of a bigger, on the bigger side, head. She doesn't and have so a I, big head. She has the tiniest body. I know, I know, I know, I know. She has a regular size head and a tiny body. And the body is insanely, yeah. Um, this okay, was definitely Tumblr core ED. Allie McBeal was, like, one of the definite first, like, really really insane portrayals of um i guess a female character in general there's a lot of backlash on this show i feel like Callista flockhart yeah is forever cemented Mm -hmm. with discussion about how thin she eating is. disorders yeah she is literally like unfortunately that is the only thing that comes to mind i know if her name is ever mentioned which it so rarely ever is now it's really it's yeah except on this podcast (laughs) it's really like it's really hard to discuss someone's personal eating disorder or relationship with food but then also try to discuss the greater context which was like our society promoted this level of thinness but it's like i also feel bad because it's like well what was she going through to like be this thin so it's like i always feel weird thinking and talking about that do you know what i mean but this was certainly a level of thinness that back in 2002 we were all like that's a good weight that's normal everyone should look like this but yeah but then simultaneously she gets shit on exactly it's bizarre and that's being a woman actually that's being a woman there's no winning Uh Ally McBeal received criticism from feminists and TV critics who found from like what do you mean from feminists anyways who found the title character annoying and demeaning to women specifically regarding professional women because of her perceived flightiness lack of demonstrated legal knowledge short skirts and emotional instability perhaps the most notorious example of this debate uh, sparked by the show was on in 1998 which juxtaposed McBeal with three pioneering feminists, Susan B. Anthony, Betty Friedan, Gloria Steinem, and asked, is feminism dead? In this episode of the second season, Allie talks to her co-worker John Cage about a dream she had, saying, I had a dream they put my face on the cover of Time magazine as a face of feminism. Um, so that's pretty much this show. I don't know. I think it was... It wouldn't fly now. But they are talking about doing a reboot in 2021. And she was also with, married to Harrison Ford. And they have a baby together. Aren't they still? Yeah. I don't know. I think they're I think still together. It, it's They say they share their adopted son together. And that sounds like a weird way to say that they're still married. <laughs> but I don't know. So that's that. And... Robert Downey Jr. comes in this show also eventually and has uh, has to quit the show because of his addiction. 
this was one of the shows in the tablets that was like Robert Downey Jr. He's got an addiction. Let's fucking make nine million articles about it every day. So that was the height of that. And he plays her boyfriend in season four. Spoiler. So that's. Did you see the description where they say? She, no, I need um, you to read it. She works at a law firm, a law firm with a highly sexual environment. Oh. <laughs> That must start later because um Is that in this episode find, <laughs> or <laughs> I didn't find any eroticism. I was not aroused. Um, um Okay, so I'm reading an article right now here really quickly too. Basically that was saying like the one thing about Ally McBeal <clears throat> was that one this is one of the first not one of the first shows, but it definitely was a turn of the era with, like, a woman that works, like, 24-7 as a lawyer. It's like, can women have it all? Like, that conversation really was starting to come about. And she didn't ever admit to having an eating disorder, and then apparently it kind of ran through the cast. And so even in this, this is this is not her at her thinnest. Apparently it gets much worse in season three and four, according to this article, and all the other people in the cast start like shrinking is what it says here too and then this was also while friends was out which we all know kind of had the same thing and it became a big talking point uh about like as a woman you have to not only age gracefully but you also have to barely eat and get botox and also run a company and also be a mom and yada yada so that's kind of the cultural significance of this is like that conversation became more popular because of this show i did research this week i did research this time honey i'm a big scholar everyone's going what podcast is this i'm going what's the new research podcast um, so let's just dive right into an overview of this because I do think that either it's the fungus from the pizza or the alcohol shrinking my brain, but, um, Maddie, I, am, really I don't have a lot left. Lay off the loudmouth soup. Loudmouth soup? <laughs> That's what my friend David Spade calls it and it makes is, me laugh so much. I wonder if Nan, or if our, if our horrendous gal Nancy has a uh, fun word for alcohol. Don't even bring oh. up Nancy, okay. given what a can of worms she is lately. Right now, Nancy Grace is a can of worms. I mean, she always has been, Guys, and she's very problematic. Do you think a but there's a lot. person, aside from us, listens to her? No, because I think they're mentally well, and I do think that... Okay, just so y'all know what's going on with Nancy, <laughs> you listen to her podcast every single week. You listen to her and her funny little Nancyisms and and her little perfume on a pig and perfume on a pig. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, drink I'm from a fire, fire hydrant. hydrant. Dale and, Carson and uh, you, <laughs> Dale Carson from Zone, Zone Seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, and you have fun and you learn about the most recent murders and kidnappings and rapes. But then one day you innocently turn it on, <laughs> and all Stop. of a sudden. You can't recognize your girl anymore. <laughs> and you're saying, oh my God, am I having a medical event? You are th- saying, am I having a medical event? What? And like, you're reaching out to your fr- your dear friend, taking a screen Reaching out grab. to everyone around you. And you're saying, help. help you're saying, where's help. the shoreline? What's happening here? I'm lost because at sea. Because all of a sudden, 
the voice that <laughs> is saying there, Nancy, has a lisp that you've never heard before. This never lisp is once. new. It's this lisp is new. new. It's, it's unaddressed. Unaddressed. As as noted by the many comments on Apple Podcasts of people saying, Nancy, if something's going on, just <laughs> Let us tell <laughs> us. <laughs> Nancy, I don't mind the list, but just tell we us. We just want to know. Um, I don't. I don't so... know. Is it a? Is it a retainer in? Is it? Uh, <laughs> is I she doing Invisalign? Is Did she, she bite is her she tongue right before she was Did going she have off on soup? Dale Carson? And and then <laughs> she bit her tongue. She was getting so worked up. Did she get a lip flip? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's very. It's bizarre. It's just bizarre that it is not addressed because that is something someone like her would address very much so. So it really leads you to wonder. And a lot of people are worried about her because of the lisp. You've got to go on these comments. These people are freaking out. They're feeling left in the dust by her not telling them. Um, it is a, it was, it was quite a phenomena is what I will say. And so uh, as she says, we wait. As justice as we unfolds. Wait. So we wait. on and this now, case we of wait. the list, we wait. We wait. Okay. Um, let's start at the beginning of Ally McBeal, season one, episode one. I just, my first word, howling. Already laughing at the vocals of these, of the song. Um, we have got like a jewel type singer maybe, or like Cheryl Crow. I'm, that was like, that era. If you, exactly. If you... If, if you were going to do music, there is a one very distinct sound. Yeah. It's there's a I, guitar. Yeah. There's sometimes a piano and there's a woman singing like you come girl to a you <laughs> with a frog with a frog in her throat. <laughs> <laughs> and you lost and you on the go home. Like it's very That was every song. Very specific and they're it really rings, rings in your head when you hear it. Um, it's, it's like, it, <clears throat> I don't know. You have to hear it, but once you hear it, you laugh because you go, oh, fuck, we know where this is going. And we get a voiceover of an Ally McBeal sort of laying, laying the scenery down for us, laying the train tracks down. And one of the things in her voiceover, she says, she, she's reminiscing about a relationship with a man. And she goes, I'm not sure how it all started. Actually, it's because I smelled his bottom. And that is where we start, folks. That's what was being dished out in nine. That's what passed this TV in 97. They say you got to hook your audience. Well, she's hooked me. She's a grown adult reminiscing about kissing a boy when they were eight years old. Um, and this these is where I are, have to friggin yeah. sort of bring down the hammer and sort of get serious for a second. No. This this me having to watch little kids kissing kissing that's not gonna fly for me yeah. needs to stop. Also, not because I'm worried for them. I hate to see it. I don't, I don't want to watch little. And you know, I can't relate to it. Sorry to come back to this, but I will keep coming back to this. I'm having to see this in Party of Five too. It's like yeah. I don't need to see little Claudia, aka no. Lacey Chabert, kissing a boy. No one wants it. No one needs it. We don't want it. We don't need it. Do a cheat kiss. If you're trying to do first love, do a cheat kiss. That's it. Are you Pan- saying cheat or cheek? Cheek. 
Yeah, cheek. Do, do a cheek kiss. I don't want to see um, children kissing, and I especially don't want to have Ally McBeal's voiceover then as an adult talking about the kiss she had with an eight-year-old and going, his lips were so soft oh, the second they God. touched my... I was like, this is Ew. not... This is crossing no, lines. No, this, this is, is really lines. bad. I don't care that she was the kid in that flashback. No, be, no, because Her I'm retroactively yes, thinking that kid's hot. That's fucked up. Don't be talking about an eight-year-old boy's how, lips. Don't talk how soft his lips are. He was eight. Stop it. You shouldn't even have that memory. I don't care if you're a doctor doing lip surgery on an eight-year-old. Don't, <laughs> I don't care. talk about the lips. I don't care if you just did plastic surgery on an eight-year-old's lips to make them softer. <laughs> I don't want an adult ever talking about how soft an eight-year-old's lips are. Thanks. And then she goes, it, no, it wasn't when we had sex. And then she really, they really lean into this joke about they saw dogs when they were six years old sniffing each other's butts. And so they sniffed each other's butts. And I think it's supposed to be funny, but well, I'm okay, sitting so the, here. So that is something I kept asking myself <laughs> in my notes saying, what's the tone of this show? What's happening? What's the tone of this show? Is this an SNL sketch? <laughs> it feels like I think you should leave. There are moments where it really feels like a huge big gag, but it's not in the way you think. You're not in on the joke. They're not in on it either. No one's really in on it. <laughs> So you're not really sure it's happening. She keeps talking about this relationship with a ch- with a kid, and that is our cold open. And okay, fra- o- frankly, you can picture the bigwigs sitting up with their fucking feet up, reading this first page, going, "Yes, I, I love this." Up. Um, the only part about this flashback sequence that I loved so much was when we see them in university and she is wearing the most hysterical matted clown level wig and the floppy little hat perched atop of it i have never seen a newsy cap so wide that it encapsulates (laughs) basically down to the ears and flops up and down like a cartoon character this is this is easily one of the worst hats we've seen on this show (laughs) the hat the popper hat are so crazy the hat (laughs) the hat and wig when she's running across the lawn in this university flashback they're they are secured both by a single bobby pin holding it in they are so no it's close to falling off you're you are seeing little flashes of air in between her wig and her actual head you can see you can see hairnet you can see the hairnet line but also it's okay it's kind of like when they throw up a like a burger patty in a cartoon and all the individual pieces separate because you're getting hat separating from wig separating from head and then it flops back down and all sets into place um this show is fucking insane i guess the setup is she loved this guy they were high school and childhood fucking sweethearts and then they went to law school together she followed him to law school she never didn't even, even go she said didn't want to go says it easily it's like backwards legally blonde where like she doesn't even want to be a lawyer apparently and isn't ever good at being a lawyer but whatever this show is insane um and she gets mad when he wants to go to michigan for articling and she goes to boston i don't know she is so small it's scary i'm definitely being remembering this being a thing that was very widely talked about okay 
Yes. Um, she has a guy grabbing her butt. Okay. The, and then claiming wait, the he has OCD. Sequence, the intro sequence. Let's hear it. What's the, your note there? The intro credits. Because I blocked that out. That the entire thing, and this again, it's like, it fully wasn't, I think you should leave. Yes. This cannot be a show that they're doing in earnest. Yeah. I don't believe that this, this is, is not Ernest goes show. to, this is not Ernest goes to law school. It's literally just a compilation of shots of yeah. her looking absolutely miserable. Yeah. Huffing and puffing. Yeah. And it's just every single shot. Yeah. It's just they did not have enough footage. They did not have enough footage to make a montage, yet they still did. And you're not getting much. You're not getting anything from the inf- intro. Well, the, you're like, this is supposed to be enticing of a television show. I get to watch this miserable woman leaning against walls, well, looking absolutely she does huffing, a lo- puffing every second. The Ally McBeal move is she's always late with an ascot, huffing and puffing. And then also... The scarf... The scarf game in this show. The scarf game in this okay, show. So I texted the ascot. my mom, and we and we wait as just this unfolds. As we I'm wait, waiting for her response <laughs> because I said, "Am I correct, or did you used to wear one of these Ally McBeal scarfs to work growing up, or did I imagine it?" My so mom used I'll to wear you know. dainty scarves, not an ascot, but and not a tiny scarf fucking she accessorized the scarves yeah and not I think it in the was winter like a silky kind of a silk dainty scarf tied yeah, yeah my mom did that too i'm picturing it right now honestly it was like, didn't we though i went through a scarf phase a different variety and a different style oh fuck don't get me going on scarves because i remember bandanas when people wore those around their necks like scarf bandanas oh we never had that i need to show you this immediately no i know Zoom what you're talking about but that scarf feels, well i just associate that with, with australian shepherds Okay, for some reason, there is only pictures of actual kids coming up when I write scene kids. Or border collies wearing them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's the border no, collie. Us, it was only bandana on the head as a headband. Well, we had blarfs, uh, I remember. Blanket <laughs> scarfs. Oh, blanket from scarf. From Aritzia. Oh, 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 infinity scarf. Infinity scarf. Oh, my God. An the, infinity the, scarf. The tremendous pull of the what were they for as if it were they for the advent of the century it was the invention of the wheel they said what if scarf don't have to be cut what if scarf be full circle (laughs) and everyone was like but then how would it fall off and they go it wouldn't everyone was like like everyone's loving that about it it's like wait, and but won't it just but wait how will you wrap it but how but how, how does it fall off it? when won't you're walking just be hanging off your neck you loop it around your no neck. you loop it as many times and then as you they want. start doing that rock on sign and singing down. again down <laughs> <laughs> that's the infinity scarf invention but how does it fall off it doesn't (laughs) 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 so the music is like seventh heaven stings everywhere too we also get a lot of ally mcbeal 
leaning against a door, running into a room, closing it, leaning against it, going, oh, brother. Eyes eyes to the sky. Eyes to the sky. Oh, brother. Oh, God. Could this get any worse? That's what we're getting. Um, You know what? I Don't look at my hair right now. You know what I quote? I'm really... Things are sticking out. Uh, This is like adult Lizzie McGuire. Because what simply starts to happen I'm is about to, to scream and freaking pop your head off. Punch me, honey. Punch me. Pop my head off. I. Mama had a baby and her head popped off. It is full Lizzie McGuire. It's Lizzie McGuire for Gen X's. Well, Lizzie McGuire is Allie McBeal, I guess. I hope not. I really hope that well, fate didn't Allie befit McBeal her. Allie for sure came first. What came first? The Allie or the Duff? It's hard to say. It is a well, full-fledged adult it's, Lizzie McGuire. Where we're doing goofs and gags that are so out of place. We're having we're a serious like conversation. Of like, of like intense, like, I'm devastated. I'm heartbroken. I don't know where to Juxtaposed work. Juxtaposed with... <laughs> Oh my god! I'm We're having sex smushed. in a giant coffee I'm cup. Smushed by a by a oh, giant okay. boulder. <laughs> that that boulder. Okay. Oh that my should My boobs are inflating. Okay, I'll tell you where that boulder belonged on the cutting room floor. <laughs> there never has some visual effect taken me out of a show so badly. <laughs> There's one part where she's reminiscing and or she's talking very seriously to someone and then it just cuts to them in a giant coffee cup which somebody would have had to make like a set deck person would have had to be like fuck we gotta make this giant coffee cup and then have them in it like they're in a hot tub having fake sex just for one two seconds gag like imagine fucking hammering and nailing this giant coffee cup together and just being like christ this is gonna be a fucking gag um so what the deal is, is her and her boyfriend split up after law school. She still loves him. She works at this bad place where a man grabs her butt a lot, sexually harassed all the time. But they make so many jokes about it that you're like, it's that eh, guy. what's happening? It's that it, guy. Is we it Bill Murray's brother or is it just he reminds me of him? I, does Bill Murray have an actor brother? Yes. Um, I don't know. And that. it's him. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They're brothers? Yeah. It's that guy. He's been in so many things. Wait. I don't anyway, know you said. guys know. You guys know that guy. Brian he's, Doyle Murray. He's bumbling. He's little. Scrooged. He's chubby. He's cute. He's fine. But um, guess what? She she goes to a new law office and I guess the entire show is about this where that boyfriend who they breaked up he work at new law office now. So she now she work with her ex. She she look up from new office as boss introduce her to coworker. And, coworker and her equal. and coworker go <gasps> and, and boss go, This Billy and, and they go oh. I, I know. I know. And you know what I go? I go, go if I go if 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 somebody doesn't take a little pair of clippers to these bangs and get rid of them right now, I to his scream. or hers, both <laughs> his his primary his would be the primary for me to continue watching the show. 
they would absolutely have to take a tiny lawnmower and fucking snap those things off because there's well, no way. She's Every time he walked from in, a bang disease too, though. Well, she's, she's got thinning of the bang. From, well, she's suffering from McDonald's I'll, M, but make it only make it, one side of an M and make it protruding from the forehead. She has bang she alopecia has an only. <laughs> she, has a ba- she has an arc, extreme arc, off of her bang where there's about three inches between her forehead and the hair of the bang. And then there is an absolute singular <laughs> strand, like a single strand, and then oceans apart, another strand. It's thinning of the bang. It's the thinning of the bang. The thinning. Um, her talking about wishing her breasts were bigger. She's having a very serious moment. She's not joyful. She's not goofy. She's really depressed and going, a lot of the time I look in the mirror and I wish I was someone else. Like, we're, this isn't a funny get this isn't a funny monologue she's going i wish i was somewhere else i wish i was smarter i wish i ate better i wish i had bigger boobs and then a <laughs> fucking clown comes in basically <laughs> and like an air mattress they do a big inflating boob gag <laughs> and it's like wah, wah. and then a clown conks a horn and shoots a flower and runs out like it's so all over the place it actually makes you physically ill we have jane krakowski in this she plays the secretary elaine she's so cute and i said and frankly so much better than this okay i love jane krakowski Uh and um she's great in this the only thing i was finding a bit distracting was her eyebrows they are an upside down apostrophe yeah they're they're like when people do Halloween um, co- costumes and they glue their eyebrow down and then they do Corpse Bride and draw it like this. That's what it's, they looked like. It's circle with a tail coming off. Yeah. Yeah, they're shocking. It's sho- it's absolutely <laughs> shocking. Her and... Um, it makes me feel a bit better about my current eyebrow situation. Which why do you is think that- your eyebrows are so bad? No, I, I just had an eyebrow... Um, Lift? Um, um no what's it called um waxing tinting shaping (laughs) wax it tint it shape it bop it accident oh extreme accident and a plucking accident no a dermaplaning accident (gasps) okay wherein wherein i lost half of one eyebrow and there were only giving yourself four strands there were only four strands at the end of this eyebrow anyway and i took off three of them (laughs) and this is so severe this loss of eyebrow that i'm actually going to get a brow lamination for my first time and tinting in the hopes and prayers that it'll help alleviate some of the trauma of this no i think you look beautiful r.i.p to the fallen soldiers that were lost that fateful (laughs) during plane accident um I have you ever tried microblading? I absolutely despise the look of it. It okay, is so I know. contrived and stamped Some, on. Sometimes and it horrifying. looks good. Sometimes it looks good. I've seen some that look good. Um, I also would love to share a dermaplane story in which I thought that this little part of hair <laughs> should go. She is pointing at her. Um, <laughs> what the hell are they called? Sideburns. I am pointing at my sideburns and And I'm going, hey, sideburns, why didn't you grow up here, you fucks? What was the result? Um, I had a five o'clock shadow by (laughs) the next day. 
Um, it fully looked like a mustache patch of hair. <laughs> it, it grew back so oddly. Um, it was little fuzzy guys for a while. They're getting long now, though. But it did look like when my dad used to shave his mustache. And then three days later, it would kind of be coming in. I had that on the side of my head for a bit. Just because I was curious of what it would be if I shaved off a sideburn. Well, I mean, dermaplaned. A, if you've had a derm, yeah, that's the word we actually use. I mean, they're dermaplane. very It's not If you shaving. guys have had a dermaplaning incident, reach out. Let's just say I didn't land the dermaplane on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my next note is just, I fucking don't like the style of this show. Does that make sense? It's giving yeah, first... of course it makes sense. The I style know. is horrible. It's, that was it's, a very sensical note to <laughs> it's make. It's what I would clinically <laughs> deem... Bonana. It's Bonana. <laughs> this show is I about to go Bonana. It's giving first episode of Sex in the City where they were really figuring it out. Where the weird camera angles are happening, the weird stylish things are coming out of nowhere. They're doing like that weird fish eye lens whenever okay, they're doing well, like the boss being like they're jam packing too much from their toolbox it, the, into one conceit it's too much she's also doing a weird gulping thing that i think is hat on a hat on a hat on a it's hat. it's 17 fucking abe lincoln style hats piled <laughs> up on top of each other like a who from whoville or something um she also does this thing where again her portrayal of this character is so serious and miserable and moody there isn't any joy in this first episode. There isn't any really anything quirky that you're like, I find this and, person endearing. And you would actually think you and I would would love her. But as we've often said. Too many cooks. You, <laughs> frankly. You, you hate most in others what exactly. you see in yourself, mate. Well, it's like if they're going to make her de- character depressed, love that. Well, but I'm not trying make to make her... a show about myself. I don't want to watch a show about me. If I became a lawyer, but they make her do this like thing when she's talking to her ex, Billy, Billy with the bangs. Every time he walked in, I would go <gasps> bangs every time he walks in and they talk and it's awkward and they have nine million. That's the whole episode, by the way. That's just the, it's just her and Billy talking and it's awkward. And then and then she leaves, falls against the door next day, her and Billy talk again and it's still the same conversation and it's awkward. And she does this thing when she talks to him where she goes, Blink like a fake gulp okay, they used it that that sound effect multiple times and it's like no a goofy silly character would do that but to have this brooding woman who's like i wish i was better randomly go <laughs> mid-conversation is so fucking jarring and scary um she's talking to billy and this is what i wanted to say this is the coffee cup why did they make a little graphic of them fucking in a coffee cup fake for two seconds i hate the show billy's bangs again so these notes are getting repetitive but it's because the episode is repetitive the only storyline is she's trying to sue this guy from her old work for grabbing her butt and then he says i have a mental disorder called ocd (laughs) we didn't even touch on the fact that the entire episode revolves around bill murray's uh, allegedly brother brother. saying that 
the reason he grabbed her butt is because he has OCD that causes him to grab, grab butts. And then they and let him stay there and she has to quit. Cartoonishly so at, at the law firm, he starts grabbing all the women's butts to substantiate the fact that he does in fact have this illness that causes him to grab butts. Anyway, yeah. so she goes up against him in court. She loses. Of course, she sucks. She's terrible. She She's sucks. And, and that's, you know, that's what always good, one good writer would always say to me is they'd always go, make sure your character sucks and make sure there's nothing <laughs> endearing about them and make sure people are rooting against them because they're so, going to want to come back for more. Make so, them not smart and good at their job because that's interesting to watch. She loses and she comes back and then her boss says, make sure you brush up on your tax law. And she goes, I'll get brushed. <laughs> Who the fuck wrote this show? <laughs> Who wrote this show? Is that a double entendre? For what? For what, Allie? Oh, I'll be brushed. Hmm? I'll be brushed. I'll be brushed. The country <laughs> I'll be brushed. <laughs> <laughs> and why is my sick little head thinking of getting your pubes brushed? Anyways, Ooh. the music plays in the background so many times. So up throughout this show, something will happen and she loses in court and whatever. I don't give a shit. There's so many random court cases too. Like, there's this one about a priest with a magazine and it's smut porn. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I have a podcast to talk about stuff like okay, this that I don't care. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying to me that there's so many shows and, and movies and everything about about law firm stuff and lawyer shit. And then every time I fucking bring up to anyone that I want to be a lawyer, maybe... Uh And I say, am I too fucking old to pursue this now? The first thing everyone fucking says to me is, do you know how boring it is? Uh And I'm saying, well, what the hell? Well, what's Ali McBeal doing? Boring. Why is everybody making shows and movies about it? If it's so boring, who's lying? Who is lying to me? My friends and family or the big wigs? I actually don't know in this case. I. I have a bunch of lawyer friends, huge brag, and by association, I do basically, I am a lawyer, essentially, by association, because of how many lawyer friends I have, so I do, you know, go around and try to find perps that I can defend for the greater good, I'll represent them, and they say it's quite a lot of work, is what they say. Okay, but do they say it's boring? I don't think you're hearing me. They say it's quite a lot of work. What? That's not <laughs> something you and What's I. What's your point? What's your point? You know. You know work is not something. Not extremely diligent, hardworking, um, productive. Work is not something you and I can do. Speak, I will never do speak it. Speak for yourself. Honey. I'm a man. I'm a this woman. This house of, gets vacuumed every day. I'm a woman of leisure. I'm a woman of pleasure. I do not like to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ali McBeal sucks in the courtroom about this magazine thing. Don't care. Her string bangs do care because they're bad. She goes, I spent a lot of time watching my dad in the courtroom. That's why I became a lawyer. What? Why oh, did I you go? Why did you go to the your dad's court time? Why do you go to your dad court time? Trial. She's apparently a bad boy, a lawyer, and the music is getting louder in the background. Why the fuck is this song still playing? It's like, tell me this is real <laughs> It's so fucking weird. It's like not mixed properly. She pushes someone on the street because she's so upset about being a bad lawyer. Are we supposed to like Allie McBeal? Because she has not sold me yet. 
okay the music is easily the most insane part of the show she goes and stands by a window and you thought the song was over and then it comes back this has been like four minutes now of her walking angrily it goes and all the friends where did they go i don't know like it's playing so loudly i feel like i'm in a club and this is playing like i'm like barely hear what they're saying um his wife walks in so billy and her are talking in the library for their fourth time going are we going to be able to work together i don't know yeah i think so and as they're having that convo and airing out some dirty blonde guess who walk in georgia blonde hair better bangs but still string she his wife and his wife she goes, hot. She you, ready? you ready for lunch, honey? Or whatever the fuck. And Allie McBeal balls her eyes out. And then she still is going to work there. I don't know. There's so many law firms. Why? Him talking shit about his wife to make her feel more comfortable. Canceled. So again, absolutely hashtag canceled. He's going, she's, she's not that great. It's like, shut up. Okay. The music comes back again. I just right laugh my fucking ass off. I can't watch this. Um, is this show supposed to be absurdist? I feel like I'm watching Clockwork Orange. Those two guys at, when they when the friends go out dancing and the music playing is so surreal okay, and I'm, weird. It definitely needs a trigger warning at the start because it's so disorienting. It could <laughs> cause your brain to friggin' erupt and implode. Um Okay, I am team Billy's wife, obviously. Yes, of course. Allie is fucking wretched and we hate her. But yeah. um, I will say I was sort of calling into question the fact that she does show up at Allie's apartment and they're front her. I didn't like that, but I also found it really unrealistic that two lawyers are meeting up and having lunch. My friends work 90 hour weeks. They don't even have dinner a lot of the time because they're so busy. And you're telling me these they're not senior partners. These guys aren't senior partners. So, and that's just me being a lawyer knowing. I know, because I have the first. Her sort of. I have the first hand knowledge. I have first hand knowledge. I'm going, you're telling me the senior partner lets you go for lunch with your wife? I'm going, there's no way they're letting that fly out of of firm like that. Out of firm bringing in 10 mil a year? Please. Um, And that's a little bit of me knowing my stuff. Um, Billy's wife comes over immediately to Allie's house. That is actually the craziest thing. But also, whew, in another life, I could have seen me doing that. Another life? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's enough out of you. Um, Jane Krakowski playing a pick me in this is really cute and funny. Um, oh, we get our first period joke. I love we it. Get a period I've been joke. waiting for it. She goes, she goes she's a really um she's a really go-getter yeah attitude um what what is her role secretary Assistant? legal she's, paralegal she's secretary know. she woman she's, she's secretary. secretary all woman and in this except ally in- secretary incapable she, she's really eager and she says to her boss I- i'm trying to get information on her cycle because ally walks because, out angrily because when she has her when when she's being a bitch they will want to know if she's she obviously has her cycle well, they're not going to put her on good court case when she have cycle. Yeah. She goes, I'm trying to figure out the details of Allie's cycle. I'll go back to you on that. We love that. We it's love so, that. Okay, it's so hard for me because <laughs> her and 30 Rock is so funny. No, I was going to say it's hard for me because, um, you know, everyone's always like, oh, 
oh god women and their periods you know i'm so sick of people talking about their women and their periods and saying uh-huh. oh you're being a bitch you must have your period uh, women couldn't run the country because uh, once a month they wouldn't be able to because they're bitch in their period a- and it makes them sick but i'm also like you know <laughs> i'm listening it, it I'm, I'm really right here i'm right here with you I'm br- i i do feel like it's sort of um it's hard because you know i will that it, it is okay okay <laughs> okay so she's and she's I'm bombing so on stage I'm she's so bombing scared. on stage right <laughs> no, now the, no, the, me and the bartender are making eyes it's i'm actually, going it's that i'm scared because you have to scare the backlash because this is more of your club comedy whistleblower no because okay. i actually am about to be a whistleblower now. oh about so periods not being that bad backlash. No, I was going to say it actually is bad and it does actually cause you to freaking spiral out to be sick, oh. to actually be wenchy. And you know what? Okay, I got you. I got you. And you know, I know that the feminists are out there trying to dispel this and say, stop saying these things. Yeah, but it does do that. Here's the crazy thing for me, that. honey. And, and, and honestly, I, I will use it as an excuse. Same. I, but. I act. I'm. I have my. Per- I must have my period every goddamn day then, because my. Okay. Well, my mom says that to me every fucking day. On the my phone. hormones, <laughs> my my uh, mental health, they're out of whack every time I wake up in the morning. And you know what? I'd still do a better job leading this fucking country, bitch. Oh. Oh, I just cracked my neck so hard <laughs> doing that. The fight in the bathroom and her going. The truth is, Billy, that you loved me. You loved me. Okay, so she's really mad because. Oh, Christ. Okay, buckle in. Billy's wife, Georgia, comes over and says, what happened between you and Billy? He said you guys went on a few dates. And she went, well, uh, not a few dates. We were in love for 25 years, basically, and dated for seemingly our entire lives. And Allie is pissed because she's like, why the fuck wouldn't he tell her that? Why wouldn't he tell his wife that? And so um, they get in a big fight the next day. And again, it is... Billy and Allie have maybe 14 scenes in this whole pilot episode and it is just the same thing over and over of going do you love me did you love me what's happening yada yada um her going the truth is you loved me Billy I'm puking so hard thank god we're in the bathroom this isn't exciting I hate this is this the whole show he says of course I loved you we used to keep an open phone line so I could listen to you as you breathed when you fell asleep I'm going, everyone fucking did that, you dumbass. You think you're Casanova for falling asleep on the phone with your high school sweetheart? We all did that. You're not special. You're not Casanova. Shut up. Bro, this show is horrible. Somebody says, oh, you and Billy were like Barbie and Ken back in the day. And I go, in what way? In what way? Because they're stiff and boring, and I don't want to look at them. <laughs> wow. Slam. <laughs> Bro, I, I've got a lot of bros in this. What is this legal case with the priest about something with a magazine? All I'm fu- focusing on is her ascot. Um, and then I guess she do court case okay. And then sexual harassment person. This is a big twist. He come into office, and Richard, new boss is saying, Allie, I'm going to f- hire the sexual harassment boy, Bill Murray brother, maybe. And he go, yeah. And she's like, how could you do this <laughs> to me, Richard? And he goes, well, he said he has OCD, but we both know that's bullshit, right? And he goes, of course it's bullshit. <laughs> and then 
Oh Guess my god, what? huge, huge fucking twist. You guys fucking were like, Richard, how could you do this? We know you love money, <laughs> but have a heart. Well, for two seconds, you were so dumb. Because Prepare Richard, to get jaw surgery, because your jaw's about to freaking You're going to need it screwed back in Frankenstein style. Because now, we pull out a little drawer, and Richard have a recording device and go, <laughs> I'll see you in court, motherfucker. Because he recorded that Bill Mary brother. Bill Mary brother. It's a new game. Bill, fuck Mary Bill. Fuck Murray Bill. And uh, he recorded him saying the OCD for his sexual harassment case wasn't real. And he made it up. And so and, and me, he goes, and he goes, employment offer revoked. revoked. And, and so me with my law knowledge of having friends that are lawyers and I learn and I know basically as much as them. And I'm basically just as I'm going. You guys don't understand. This means that the case is now. It's now gonna. Now it's not good for him. So well, that's me my professional also opinion. Someone, so I haven't been flexing this whole time, but you know I've written many a lawyerly email in my yes. day. I also am basically a certified lawyer, and yes. um, I'm saying um, no. Okay. That not not because it's not admissible in court when you don't no, know you're not being admissible recorded. in court because it doesn't have two party acknowledgement of um recording and um he didn't know billings didn't know that he was being recorded so it, it, that, that evidence is actually not admissible well guess what you still play it for the jury anyways and then they go, and then the judge goes that's not admissible you can't play that and you go sorry i didn't know and then the jury's already tainted and they're already tainted and then you go like this you walk away with this smile <laughs> she's got a sideways smirk <laughs> okay it's so funny because while okay they whip out their recording device and him and boss and ally so smug and then boing, billy barges through the door he his goes, bangs walk did in i first. miss anything <laughs> every entrance this man makes <laughs> good god are we supposed to find him hot? I'm sorry. Those bangs. I can't see past them. Did I miss anything? I'll see you in court. That's basically the line delivery. Um, then Allie, they're trying to toast. I don't know. Who gives Isn't a shit? it over? Pretty much. The way she holds it. There's one part. She's holding a cell phone. Like this. <laughs> She's walking away. <laughs> and I wish you guys could see this. And you can't really. And, and it's supposed to be normal. It's, it's supposed to be normal. Trust me, it's She's basically, it's so close to her face. And her phone is, her it's hand It's basically is, if an alien was trying to hold <laughs> a cell phone for the first time. It's like as if she thinks you talk through the mouthpiece, but you hear through the eyepiece. <laughs> um, and by eyepiece, she means eyeball. Eyeball. What the literal fuck is this show about? All three women are fighting in the office. Billy's bangs are shocking every time he walks in a room. I looked down, then I looked up, <laughs> okay, and then Ali. The name of the new um, <laughs> Billy's um, hairdress- <laughs> hairdressing place. I'm gonna open Billy's bangs. <laughs> Basically, you just cut little triangle Frankenstein style bangs on everyone's fucking head, and well, then you and gel them down. And I'm gonna open a bar right beside that's called brazen bills <laughs> brazen billy's bangs you get your haircut and get fucking hammered and then read shakespeare i looked down for two seconds and then i looked up and ally mcbeal is sitting in a giant giant chair and her little legs are swinging and now she's also doing an airport lawsuit and then it's full-blown lizzie mcguire cartoon and then they say good job 
the music again. I can't. Am I in a time warp? Everything about this is just the same thing over and over. They've had the same convo. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Um, the song plays again. I can't Isn't do this anymore, over? Olivia. One of her last lines. The last line. You know what's crazy? The more lost you are, the more you look, f- you, the more you have to look forward to. <laughs> what do you know? I guess I'm having a great time, and I don't even know it. Can a scholar please translate that for me at some point in time that is the what we end on don't know what that means so that's Ally McBeal that was a show that did, did happen Robert Downey Jr. is in it James Marsden does come in it later is it worth checking out um I'd say only if you want to have to check yourself into a padded room afterwards um my back is sore my head is sore I feel hungover and I don't know if it was the alcohol or watching Ally McBeal. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on or X or whatever it's called. Um, actually, don't follow us on that. Follow us on TikTok. Yada, yada, yada. I'm Maddie Foley. That's the Collect. Rate and review the show. Um, but only if it's a good one. Not if it's a bad one. And finally, we will see you next week. Give us your recommendations. We love you. I'm not doing a sign-off for the show. My sign-off for the show would just be, The burn next door <laughs> is going low. We miss more when we fall in love. That's, I, I just wrote a song. And Liv, what would your sign-off be? I don't she, have one. She's not even smiling right now. She's so fucking pissed that I made her watch Ally McBeal. And on that note, we'll see you next week, honey. Goodbye.